to It's All Chaos, a podcast about two best friends who are navigating the ups and downs of working full-time, running their own businesses, blending families, and taking on Nana duties. Duties? Not that kind of duty. Oh. Learn about the things we are involving ourselves in and the challenging day-to-day events that just prove that every day, all day, it's all chaos. Welcome to episode 15 of the It's All Chaos podcast. I'm Tracy. And I'm Jill. And today's topic, like we mentioned in the last one, is going to be about... Adult children. Yeah. Like, we're talking kind of the adult children that are still with you, but like either in high school or under drinking age and yeah. smoking age and, you know... Right. They're not fully adult. Right. They're baby adults. Baby adults, Yes. <laughs> You're still guiding them into adulthood. Right. And when they feel that um, they are fully adult and should be able to make all their own decisions. Own decisions. And yeah. sometimes it starts before they're, they're of 18. Yes. I'll say it. Yeah. Um, you know, I did not have the, the full issues that, that Jill will ha- is having. Um, I just had the one daughter, but you know, we had things like where she was going to go to college in one place. And then once the boyfriend found out where he was going to go to college, then she changed where she was going to go. And she was only following him. She didn't know it was was a big disaster. And a year later she was back home with us. There you go. And then, you know, we enrolled her in the college that was now local to us, you know, and then she, you know, Right. Wanted to have all these activities and things. I'm like, I still need to know where you are. I need to know what time you're coming home. I, you're not. Yes. You know, this isn't lo- as loosey goosey as, as you think it is. You have some rights and privileges, but right. it is not, Yeah. you know, run around like a, a goon all over right. God's green earth. And I think that there is, and a lot of parents will tell you, there is this smack of reality for the most part that comes if a child goes off to college or instantly thinks, I'm graduated, I'm 18, I'm moving out on my own. But they they watch us as parents. Now, again, we're, we're going to preface a lot of stuff. But they watch us as parents being successful. Let's call it that. And I think... <laughs> if you want to call what yeah, I'm right? successful. Right? You're like, I don't really have the savings account I should have at right. this age. And I don't really have... You know, yes, I own a home and I have right. some cars that are paid off. They're not... Right. Right. Fancy and, cars. And, and, and that's and, the thing is, is... It's not like our electricity or water's being turned off. Right. Or, you know, so there's this level of comfort that they are accustomed to. That I don't they're not don't worried think, about food. Yeah. I don't think they realize. Like, okay, we, we had a little bit of a discussion about, you know, the taking food Because we know it's times. even worse now with and, the way that housing and... Yes. Oh my gosh, yes. And the food costs and whatever. Yes. You, you can't Just, seem to be a single person... You can't just in go a, get an apartment. In a job, just having a random job. They want to see job history. They want to see income. They want to know you have the potential. You're not going to make enough money to, yes. to pay. In, in Arizona, I'll tell you right now, you are not going to make at a regular job, even paying $16, $17 an hour, which is well above the, yeah. the average, you know, yes. average or minimum wage. You're not going to be able to pay for even a crappy, like in a sketchy area. Apartment. We're kind of concerned about your, your safety apartment. And your electricity. Because here in Arizona, if you don't have primo credit to begin with, you have to place a huge deposit to get electricity yep. that doesn't require 
you to actually have to have an electricity card. And a lot of the, the nation probably doesn't know about this, but if you don't have that deposit and you don't have that credit, you have to go get a box. It's installed in your house. You take this little it's card It's called M-Power. Yeah, you take this little credit card thing and you go to machines and you put money on that card and then you bring it back, plug it into your box, and that's what allows you to have electricity in your house. And you can literally run out of electricity. Literally. To where it just shuts off because yes. you didn't have any more money to buy right. some electricity. We see people standing yourself. on corners here. I, in the middle of the summer, I have no money for, for electricity. I have four kids. Right. We need air conditioning because it's 120 degrees here. Right. Right. And run your air conditioning. And let's just say you're in that crappy apartment. They probably don't have real good insulation there. Right. So your electric bill is probably higher than it would be if you had an energy efficient home. You know, or... I have a, a larger house than most. I have a four bedroom house. We're running uh, just under 3000 square feet and I do have a pool. I, in the summer, my electric bill is 600 plus dollars a month. Yes. I am on a level pay plan so that I pay three, 340 somewhere in there, depending yep. on how our year's gone and how, how many hot days we've had. Um, I pay that every single month. Even in the winter. In the winter. To make so sure. So that when it's smaller in the summer, I have that money covered. Yes. So it is not possible to just be like, I'm 18, I got a $17 shower, I'm moving out. Right. Unless you're moving in with right. 10 other people. Right. Now, again, I've said, and, and maybe this is one of the things that invest in book change, yeah, that change my um, attitude on some of the things in the house. Like I said, we were talking about Capri Suns and Capri Suns being stolen. I have six kids. Okay, I have six kids, and if I buy a twenty-four pack of soda or a twenty-four pack of the kids like that Sparkle Ice, right? So I'll get the Costco brand. I'll buy the thing at Costco, which is only about eleven or twelve bucks, right? For 24 bottles, okay? If everybody, just the kids, six of them, have one a day, let's do the math, folks. How many days of sparkle ice do I have? Four. I have four times six kids of sparkle ice. So they all have one a day. They will each have one sparkle ice a day for four days. Right. If and they decide to go times and this two. And this is something that's cheaper because we have some of the kids that are older and teenagers, they're like, I want an energy drink or I want this. And yeah. you're in the truck and, you yeah. know, for a flat of $12, $38 at Costco for like monster energy drinks. Now yep. I'll get a flat for my house and it'll last me two months. Yes. Right. Because I have one every here and there. I'm like, oh, I could really use a fruity pick me up today and right. I'll get one. Right. But with teenagers, they're right. like one a day. Right. Okay, um, it's, it's, I don't know what the prices are where you guys all are, but let's talk about soda. Okay, canned soda is, again, it's portioned, it's easy, right? I can say one can of soda a day. And a lot of times I'll have deals here where the 12 packs on a really good holiday special, maybe four 12 packs for 10 bucks, but mostly the sale prices is going to be 11 or $12 for those packs. Now, again, if I buy four 12 packs, you know, I now have... Do the math. 24, 48 cans of Eight soda. Eight servings for right? six people. Right. Yeah. So how long does that last in my home? And, I, you know, um, we found out that one of the children um, takes their cup um, into the garage where they're stored in the garage refrigerator and will dump the entire bottle or can into their cup and then come into the house. 
And then when it's gone, they go back to the garage and fill it up again and then come back into the house. So I'm seeing them drink from the same cup and I don't know that there is now a pile of trash in the garage because they can't even be, uh, it can't even have it within them to take it to the trash can of the recycle bin outside. No, no, no. We have now got this pile of bottles sitting next to the fridge where they just drop it. And then I come out there and why are there five, eight empty bottles in the, in the garage? Okay. And I joke all the time. I cannot wait until they have their own house and they have to and buy their soda? own space. And I come over to their house and Casey and I joke about things all the time though. Dirty socks are a problem at my house. Again, there are six children. They take their socks off wherever they are. They don't end up back in their room. All of a sudden, we've got socks all over the place. I literally have a sock box at my house where when I find socks around the house, Cause you gotta I pick them up. Because her dog eats My dog them. likes to chew and eat and socks. And then can end up with an obstructed bowel. Okay, so I find socks. I tell them about their socks. If they don't pick up their socks, I put them in the sock box. It's in the laundry room. And if they're ever like, I can't find any socks, have you checked the sock box? And they have to go through. They have to sort them all out. Then they have to wash them, and then they can wear their socks. Okay, these are habitual problems in my home. So we have got a 17-and-a-half-year-old and we have an 18 and a half year old. So obviously 18 and a half year old is um, adults, right? 18, he is still in high school. Legal adult. Um, that's right, legal adult, he <clears throat> is still in high school. And um, then we have the 17 and a half year old who is getting dangerously close to that adult. Uh, he's not quite 17 and a half yet. He turned 17 in um, February. But um, so we've got these kids that are at this age where they are doing more with their friends. They both now have jobs. They're coming and going. We have one car. The 18-year-olds, due to previous life choices, right. is not so, allowed to drive our cars. Because here's the thing. With those kids, you have got another parent, the, the mother, yes. that, that has input as well, which she should. But when first son turned 18... Yes. And said, I'm an adult. I don't want to go to this school. You can't make me. I'm not doing this. That's where it really came to. You can't make me do any of this thing. So he decided at that point he would live full time with mom because mom was a little more lax in some choices. And it was not good for the, the younger kids that were at your house to, right. to see all of this. And so that's how it went until it didn't go so well. Right. Until he was sick all the time. Yes. He had no money. He right. had no vehicle. His friend was in serious trouble, got got his car taken away. So now they had no vehicle to get to said job. They had all of or these things. School. And, yes. and and school and all of these things. And it was getting worse. And you had to say, hey, it's not so great out there on right. your own. Right. You need to come home. And home had to be your house because now mom, the house that she was renting, well, sold. Yep. The owners decided to sell because of the, you know, the how much money you can the make market, on houses yes. right now. And she moved in to another home and there's not enough room room for him to be there. So he that was no longer an option for him. Right. Right. Because he had moved out and was living with his at a friend's house. Right. So after six months of him attempting it on his own, he had moved in with his best friend. Um, those parents allowed him to be there, obviously. Um, they gave him a room. That was it. They gave him a room. With they did electricity not and all of that. They did not stock the pantry. They the did foods. not have family dinners. There was not things. They had to buy their own food. They had to do their own this and that. They had to pay for their own gas. And when 
the odd jobs dried up or they spent the money on repairing this or getting a new tire for the truck or that. And, and there was a no lot of not going to school. Now. now we're not going to school. Why were you not, you know, we're getting phone calls from the school. Your child has missed the following classes. First, second, third, fourth, yeah. fifth, sixth hour. And unfortunately okay, at 18 you can sign yourself out. Well, that you too. And leave. we were having that problem with him too, is he'd show up and all of a sudden after second hour, he'd go sign himself out of the office because he can do that. And then we get the phone call that he missed four classes today. So then, you know, you make the phone call. Hey, um, everything okay? You missed school today. Well, we didn't have gas to get there. Well, we got offered to work the farm and they needed us as soon as possible. So we left school to do it. Now, going to this alternative high school, they can do a lot of their stuff online. They This alternative high school is set up basically to make sure they graduate and give them every available opportunity to graduate. And it's a whole nother conversation, but I question the validity of his education and how he's been able to pass. But let's look at the positive. He's been able to pass. And according to him, he will be officially done early this week. So I am anxious to see that on paper, the checkbox checked, um, that he will be walking in May with graduation that he's done. So... Um, he was six months, like Tracy said, sick, no money, missing school, no gas, no food. Um, he was always, I mean, when he he finally came back to you and you guys were able to talk to him about that, it was because he was so sick. He needed antibiotics. Yes. He came to us and he was scarlet fever. He had strep throat that got so bad. It turned into scarlet fever. Right. Um, so we had had antibiotics in the house. You know, we've lived so close to Mexico that we run and and get antibiotics for emergency situations that we keep in the cupboard. And we're like, you know, we'll get you a doctor's appointment, but start taking this so you can start feeling better. So, um, the main reason that he didn't want to be at the house, I'm going to say is me. Um, obviously dad supports me. My husband supports me in the, in what we believe in the house and how the children should behave. Um, and, and he what wanted, you should and shouldn't do That's right. at your age when it's right. not legal. When you're being kicked out of school because they caught you with marijuana or vape pens on your person or things like that, uh, that right. those are your choices that you are making, but we can't support you in that, especially when there are five other children in the house who absolutely idolize their big brother. And when you have the 11 year old saying, I want to be just like him when I grow up, that makes a parent nervous because they don't see first of all how hard we are working to have the things that we do we both have our full-time jobs plus we work side jobs for other things to make sure that we can do the extra like things family in life. vacations right. and trips and fun things let's Correct. just talk about when all six kids need new school uh, new shoes for school let's talk about what that costs and right. then what happens six months later when they beat the heck out of them shoes and now at christmas time they need new shoes again right like Right. And yes, there are six kids and somebody's going to say, and we won't go into the whole other side of it, but you chose the, the six financial kids, amount yes. of that falls on to Jill and Casey yes. because the mom doesn't have the finances to do that. And Casey and Jill are not going to let the kids go without shoes and whatever. Right. Right. Nine tens out of 10, yes. you know, you need a choir dress for $95. We bought the choir dress for $95, whatever it was. All activity fees and everything. Yeah, that's that's what we do. Um, So um, the question comes into play. Um, We're actually now, so the eight, go back. The 18-year-old 
came to us. Um, we needed his help for a job that we were doing and we were like, hey, we can get you some money. We can get you paid. Will you come help us? And he said yes. So we fed him uh, fast food on the way to the job we were doing and we were sitting there and he's telling us all the life problems, which as adults we understand. And I looked at him straight in the face and I said, you know, you can come home, right? You don't have to keep living this way. But no, yes, when you come back into our house, there are going to be rules. They're going to be expectations. They didn't change from the time you left. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Our expectations did not change. I know that you left because you didn't want these expectations. Um, but guess what? Living under a few rules means a clean you bed. Don't, you don't feel sick all the time. It means, you know, a clean house. It means three meals a day. Because I swear, he must have been sick four, four times in those six months. Oh, at like, least. Big at sick. Least. Yeah. And, I mean, other things that we know... That he's, oh, no, 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 that's not the problem. But he has allergies. He's probably of the Dixon children, the most allergic to things. Um, And we found out that there were five little dogs in the house and two cats. And we know he is definitely allergic to cats. But we also know that this house was not cleaned well, that dogs were defecating wherever they wanted to go in the house and that it was not a clean environment and he's like I was the only one who ever cleaned anything so all of a sudden he's the one kind of taking care of this family because he's the one who kind of cared um and he appreciated the roof over his head um the one thing I can say about him for sure is that he's a hard worker and he will if the opportunity is put in front of him work for what he has um but again in today's world the opportunities are not always as readily available right but sometimes you have kids that they really insist on doing it the hard way. Yep. And sometimes we say that about Casey's kids, that sometimes uh, you, you can tell them the stove is hot ten times, they have to touch it and burn their hand before they'll say, wow, that stove really was hot. <laughs> they still won't say dad and Jill were right. They'll just say, oh, wait a minute, that stove is hot. Like they, yeah. they, got, they have to experience it for right. themselves. So at what age... You know, especially if they're living in your home, you know, do the expectations get less? Um, And I remember I lived at home until I was 24. I went to college. I completed all of that. And then I went to work and there was no reason for me to leave. I didn't have somebody. I wasn't getting married. It just, I, I didn't have a reason to leave. And finally, my and there's parents, no reason to pay rent to, or whatever. Uh, yeah. Live while you were going to school. Right. Um, eventually my brother was in the same boat that I was and he was still living at home. He's a few years younger than me. And my parents took us aside and sat us down one, I don't know, Sunday. And we're like, you guys are sitting at home throwing your money away because we've got all this money from our jobs that we we're working and we're not investing it into anything real. We both had cars. We, you know, but, um, my parents are like, you should buy a house. If the two of you are not settling with anybody at this point in time, then the two of you should settle together and start putting your money into something with value. So me and my brother went and we built a house. We both had good credit. We both had full-time jobs. We bought a house and we moved in together. And of course, like two months after I moved into that house, I met my first husband and we <laughs> changed the process of what of was course. going on Doesn't there. It always worked and we always, yeah. yeah, we always joke that sometimes you have to make big changes in life before things will change. Um, but anyways, um, I always informed my parents where I was. Um, you know, we're having problems with, you know, one of the kids, one of the almost adult kids. Um, he likes to just leave. He's got our car. And he, well, you knew I had to work today. 
I was running around the house at 10 to 4 when you have to be to work at 4. I was running around the house at 10 to 4 looking for you, trying to figure out why you hadn't left for work yet. Find out if there's a problem. Maybe you fell asleep. Maybe you, I don't know. And then when I can't find you in the house, I check GPS and find out, oh, you're almost to work already. Well, I'm glad you're almost at work already, but you just gave me a mild heart attack because I'm trying to figure out where you are. All it took was a, I'm leaving. Thank you so much. Have a good day. Right? Right. My husband says goodbye to me every morning before he goes to work. When he's done at work, he calls me. Hey, I'm headed home. Do you need anything? What's for dinner? Can I stop? Do you know? I mean, we catch up on life. We, right. You You're know. not even asking the kid, like, on the way home from work to call and say, I'm on my way home from work. You're just saying... If you're not going to be leaving, like your boss asked you to stay an extra hour, just call and be like, hey, I'm staying an extra hour. Right. Like, yeah, hey, I'm not going to get off at 10 tonight. We're doing some deep cleaning in the lobby. Like, uh, you know, probably close to 11. Okay, fine. You know, um, if you are going to drop a friend off, hey, you know, after school, I'm going to go drop Kenny off at his house and then I'll be home. And two hours later, you're not home. And I check your location and I find out that you're at the mall. You probably should have called and said, hey, I, I need to get a book at Barnes & Noble for my English class. On the way home, can I stop at Barnes and, and get that book? Sure. No problem. But when two hours later you're not home and I find your daughter at Santan Mall, I want to know why. And I want to know why you couldn't simply send a text message. Right. Or pick up the phone and call and say, hey, would that be right. okay? Because now you're in trouble. Yeah. You know, we have had this talk five or six times in the last two weeks. Um, he lost said car. Just say goodbye when you leave. Just say, hey, I'm leaving. And when you get home, just say, hey, I'm home. Right. I know that he should leave for school around seven. So around seven o'clock, I make sure that I'm either in my office because normally I start work at seven. But today I was coming over here to Tracy's. So I wasn't quite in my office working, but I made sure around seven I was downstairs. I was packing my bag to come to Tracy's with my computer and, you know, grabbing the things that I need. And he wasn't coming out of his room. So I knocked on his door and I was like, hey, um, you awake? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, OK. And then I talked to him about. You're picking up the kids after school today. Are you working? Yes, 4 o'clock. Okay, great. Just want to make sure I know if you're going to be here for dinner, but you're bringing the kids home and then going to work. Yes. Okay, good. So we checked that box off, and I figured he'd be leaving soon. I hear a bathroom door slam, and then I didn't necessarily hear it open. And then 10 minutes later, he definitely should be gone at this point. So I walk around the house. I don't see him. He's not in the bathroom. So I knock on his door with no answer. And I open the door and he's not there. And so I open the garage door and the light on the garage door has is on, which means that the garage door has been opened or closed, which means he's gone. I just talked to him. Now, what is he going to tell me? Well, I already talked to you this morning. You knew I was going to school. That's right. You know, and then when we try to have a talk with him about it, it gets real... Well, I like that a lot of times he tells you, I don't want you to know about my life. Oh, I don't yeah, want he, you to know about my things. Yeah. I don't want you to know what I'm doing. Well, and it's not... And it's not that he's doing something sketchy. He just... Yeah, no. And he's... He don't want, again, want you to he, be in his business. He has five siblings with my daughter. Uh, with my daughter's five siblings. He's one of now six, right? Um, and he um, is a pretty private person because they all like to be in each other's business. And, and talking about these... And make fun. Yeah. And, and talking the about things. these kids... That, they like to pick on each other. So he became very protective of anything he this does. This is their love language. And whatever. For example, let's just say he were to announce, 
I have a girlfriend. The kids who go to his school will find out who she is and will razz her on top of him about the relationship. He does not want them involved. And I, we have tried to explain to him many times, you don't have to tell a thing to your siblings and we will protect your privacy with your siblings. But if you are going on a date tonight with your girlfriend, we need to know. I'm going to go take her out to dinner near Santan Mall and then we're going to go to a movie and we should be home around 10, 30, 11 or whatever it is. We're going to go to the 10 o'clock showing. We'll be home at midnight or I'll be home at midnight after I drop her off. Whatever it is, we need to know those things, you know, and that goes back to something we said in another podcast that, you know, my dad used to say all the time, if, you know, an officer were to call me and say, your daughter was in a car wreck in Tucson, um, that's two hours south of Phoenix. No reason for her to be in Tucson. Why would she have been down there, right? Oh, we found out there was a concert down there at the fairground, so we went. Why didn't you simply say, hey, just so you know, we're going to Tucson? Right. Even if I'm 21, 22, because I'm at home. And we try to tell the kids, too, you have younger siblings. We need them to see you telling us you're coming, telling us you're going, telling us I'll be at work. We need to see you being home at curfew. So that when it comes time for them to be home at curfew, they know that that is the expectation because we said that for you. Correct. You know, the older one who left and came back, we made it very clear to him when, when he made the decision to come home, there were two pretty lengthy conversations before he said, yes, I'll come. There were two pretty lengthy conversations. And we told him at one point, all of these kids look up to you. They idolize you. They, some of them want to be you when right. they grow up. If Give they, them something the to live is, up to. If he would demonstrate respectful and yes. whatever communication and all of the good things, the others would follow suit. Yeah. Because they do put so much stock into yeah. how he acts and reacts. Right. And, uh, it I just, un- yeah. yeah. I understand at this age, he is now 18. So we can't tell him, don't smoke. I mean, we can say we suggest that not to, we don't want to, but we have made it very clear. You don't smoke at our house. Now in Arizona, is the smoking age 18? Yes. Okay. 18 is smoking. Um, Marijuana is legal. From what I understand, it is legal at 21 recreationally. With with liquor. Um, Yes, with liquor, it's 21. So recreationally, right? I mean, obviously medically. But apparently... You can get a medical card at 18. Okay. So if you were to go to a doctor that likes to prescribe marijuana cards. For anxiety. Um, for whatever it yeah. is. Um, you could do that at 18. And we know that he's been involved in that previously. So we made it very, very clear. We tried not to tell him no. What we said was, is what you do on your own time is your business. Do not come home high. Do not come home with vape pens we in your pocket, with marijuana in your pocket. We can't. See, right. And... We had him room with his younger brother. Number one, to be a role model. Number two, hopefully the opposite way to impress upon him as he's living with his youngest brother. Well, the way he and needs also to the two oldest ones just yeah they don't get along. Fought too much because they're they're very opposite and different. Yes, so that also made for better peace in the house. So. But you can't bring a vape pen home to our house and then have it in a drawer or your pocket where your younger brother could find it. Right. You can't because he. Again, what you do on your time is your business with your friends. You're spending the night at your friend's house, and you guys choose to do that. That's your business. We're, we're not even going to go right. as far as to police so that. So, again, trying to, to find that balance of 
you're an adult, but we don't want to make it so bad that you, again, go back out in the world and are sick and without money and not getting food. I mean, literally, he was going without meals. And, and he's, not, he's not a big kid. I mean, he oh, is a, a rail of a Kate, Yeah, Casey is very thing. tall. He has taken suit. He is 6'1". Right now, Casey I mean, they, they're and not, six, three. Yes. none of the kids are large at all. I no, mean, they are no, no, no. all very thin. And so him missing me, I mean, that doesn't help with your health. Yes. The fact oh, that yes. he is in the we situation. We know that I mean, that was all part of the, the things, problem. Yes. Right. It's poor nutrition. You shouldn't yes. be hungry. Right. Um, yeah, because when Easter. he was eating, he's having the cheap 2 $3 jack in the box yeah, if right. he could. Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, you know, Taco Tuesday, whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, yesterday at Easter dinner, you know, we had the typical Easter meal. I say it's typical. It's what we always have. We had ham, mashed potatoes. We had rolls. We had yams. We had... We had sub um, you know, yeah. Leftover sub sandwiches. Right? That's what we did. It was just Lester and I, so. Yeah. And I worked. But um, he was laughing that he had four plates of food at dinner last night. When was the last time he had four plates of food anywhere? Christmas? Right? Um, no, because he came, again, Christmas was still in the dark times. He right. was still. But I, the, he, I knew he came over. I didn't he know did. he did save for We had food. breakfast. Oh, okay. Um, and he came for the potluck breakfast and then we opened presents. And like the second his presents were open, he skedaddled because his friend came with him and it was, it's a little right. awkward, okay. but we, yeah. So anyways, I mean, he did have a big, uh, probably have a big plate of breakfast and, but you know, we had bacon and all the little things. Right. But, um, he has been jokingly walking around going, look at this, rubbing on his belly and pinching some of like his fat because after being a month at home, he's actually fed. Right. And he actually, he doesn't food. look like bones. Right. No, no. So anyways, that's, it's an interesting topic. What, where's the line? When do you, you know, and I, I think maybe to wrap it up, the ultimate of all of this is trust. Okay. I'm sure my parents gave me more leeway when they knew. Let's see. The ultimate of all of this is you want to parent your kids and keep them as safe as possible at every age. And once they become an adult child, they're half, while you want the, the fence around them, there's got to be multiple openings right. because you can't completely right. cage them in. And I, you're right. And I think what we are trying to do, and this is the thing, right? When number two started driving, right? We told him, you drive this path to school and you drive this path home. The purpose was, is we wanted him to get comfortable on those roads. So certain things would become habit. And then because of this or that, oh, I need to go here. Okay. So we opened up his circle a little bit. Now you can go there. But we still need to know where you're going, right? Right. We still need to be able to, if you were to break down and call me, like, I need to know roughly where you are. Right. Right. So we, 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 what you said about you can't keep them caged all the time. You do for those that are under. When it's your vehicle, your gas, your insurance, you're paying all of these things. Yeah. There needs to be an appropriate time where you get the veto power and you say, no, you're not driving across town. Right, yeah. You're not no, driving to on Tucson. Saturday at 10 yeah. o'clock, you're not driving over to the, the mall area. No, right. You're not doing that. You know, right. Right. We, we're saying that this is it. We've seen you drive and you're still, you know, boys are a little bit more erratic. Yep. Drivers than girls in general at a younger age, it just, they it's feel like, like yeah. they have a, they have more, you know. Invincible. Like, well, I think that they feel like they have more innate skills. I don't know if it's because of the <laughs> right. video games, but it's, it's like. A confidence. It's like bred into right. them. Yeah. I am a good driver. And you're right. like, hmm. Oh, come on. Questionable. Casey's daughter has played, I don't know how many hours of college. And I'm not saying I'm a good driver. Yeah, well. <laughs> I've I mean, had more accidents. 
than Lester. He's yes. had more severe accidents. <laughs> um, Casey's daughter likes to play Call of Duty. And she said something about, I want to get this particular, like, AR, whatever. She's like, I know I could shoot it. You know you... You are 14 and 100 pounds soaking wet. And you know that you could just handle this semi-automatic... But, it, like... People, uh, yeah. Uh, why do like, you Why do you know this? Do you know how many hours I've put it on Call of Duty? <laughs> right. What? Yeah. What, uh, I. You know what? I was, I was pretty bad at Mario Kart, but I can drive a car. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I can thing. build me Good a thing. mad, mean house in Minecraft. That's right. But you give me a hammer, nails, and some lumber, we are in trouble. Yeah. I don't know if I can make a clubhouse if I, in the if back. If I went out in my backyard and I started digging, would I get some bricks? Right. And start maybe right. making a patio. I need to find some iron. I'm going to start <laughs> some iron ore. <laughs> so, anyway, so that was our topic today. So, if you've got... Um, Leave a comment on the podcast if, you, if you've been through this, if you have something more you want to add, because maybe we'll read some of those comments yeah. in another podcast. Yep. Or you leave know. us a review on iTunes. Yeah. Um, you can leave your questions or comments in a review on mm. iTunes. Yeah. You commenting on iTunes will help people find us, um, and then we can read your comments from there. That would be a great place, too. We'll have to start checking now that yeah. we haven't talked about iTunes in a while. But, you know, it'll kind of help us grow and let yeah. people and find us. Yeah, and I'm going to be doing more talking about it on TikTok now that we've got enough episodes that I think – Feel yeah. people could come in and, and yeah, listen for yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I think there's enough to get them home. It'd be harder to, to put up many call outs and go, we got one episode. Right. Yeah. I wanted to, uh, so, to have yeah. a little bit and this episode, have a little more idea of what we're going to do and with our chaos. We already have plans for next Monday to be recording again. So we'll have these two. And I know we'll on the last one I said we were going to have a tagline, but we're doing this the same day. Yeah. So we so, haven't got it yet. So uh, until then, it's all chaos. It's all chaos. Like it. It's all, right. all chaos. Okay. We need a song. Oh, a theme song? Yeah. Like a commercial? Da, 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 da. Chaos time. Chaos. <laughs> Talk to you later, guys. Bye. Bye. If your life is so chaotic, you don't remember? You've been listening to the It's All Chaos podcast. To support Tracy, Jill, or get access to any products we've discussed on the podcast, visit our websites at officiallytracytime.com, shopjillybean.com, or shopthechaos.com. If you've enjoyed learning about our chaos, you can always leave a positive review on iTunes, Podbean, or wherever you download your podcasts. And if you would like to tell us about your chaos, you can always email us at itsallchaospodcast at gmail.com and maybe we'll read your email on the show. And remember, when life gets chaotic, it's okay to listen to the podcast in your closet with a Starbucks eating raw cookie dough. Oh my gosh, there are dishes in the sink again. I'm sorry, we gotta go.